We here at Yash Jesus believe that God doesn't make mistakes. Not with people and not with produce. Which is why we're so excited to be partnering with Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is an online grocer that recovers ugly produce and surplus foods that would otherwise go to waste. And delivers fresh, customizable boxes to your door for up to 30% less than the grocery stores. We're talking farmer's market quality girls. Without the hassle of going out of your house, honey. Without the hassle. And now, Imperfect has expanded to include pantry staples like lentils, rice, olive oil, and bread, you name it, to help round out your shopping. <laughs> girls, I just got my weekly shipment of imperfect produce, and let me tell you. Ooh, spill it, girl, spill it. I got this ugly little watermelon that puts the pretty little peach in Call Me By Your Name to shame. <laughs> That's the tea! Trust me, you're going to want to get in on this. To get your first shipment of perfectly imperfect farm fresh produce, go to imperfectfoods.com and use the promo code YASJESUS. That's Y-A-S-S-J-E-S-U-S. Welcome to Yas Jesus. We aren't spiritual leaders. We aren't theologians. Or prophets. Or even really that sure of what we're doing. We're just two lost sinners who love the Lord and want to open up his grace to other people who are on this journey alongside us. This isn't a tutorial on how to be Christian, but rather an exploration on what that actually means. In a safe space. Thank you, and God bless. Oh, yeah. Hello, kings and queens and in-betweens, sinners, saints, and I don't know if I is or I ain't. Welcome to another episode of Yas Jesus. It is me, Daniel Francisi. And Azariah Southworth. And we believe more than ever that God is... Welcoming you to his home. And it's a big, big home with lots and lots of room. Yes. So we're trying to find out today, is your church LGBTQ affirming? That's the big question of the day on today's episode. But before we get to that, as always, we are going to start out with our praise request and prayer reports. I'm going to start out with the praise request. I have the praise request of the day. I know I do. So my Nana, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm very close with my Nana. Some of you know that if you know my work, I either always mention my Nana in my films and Mean Girls. I said my Nana takes her wig off when she's drunk and in many other films, (laughs) or she's been in several of my movies. She's been in about three or four of my movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, My Nana's now 89 Mm -hmm. and I still have her and she's amazing. Um, We had a really awesome conversation this morning. I was going to call her, but she called me. Mm -hmm. We're very connected like that. She's my spiritual prayer warrior. We had a half hour, just long talk. I love my long talks with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm not going to have my grandma around forever. Do you know? Like, and I, I, today she was talking about that, like, and saying that to me. And I've been thinking a lot about mortality lately. We've been speaking upon that, mm-hmm. you know, especially with everything that's going on with COVID-19. And I said, Nana, could you stop? Because she was like, I just want you to know that I love you no matter what. And after I leave, I'm still here. I'm like, can you stop? I've been, when I was 13 years old, she pulled me aside and said, me and Poppy got burial <laughs> plots. Do you want to see them? And I'm like, I've been crying about you dying for 25 years. I don't don't need it anymore yeah. you know let's not talk about that so she's like we just started talking about current events and black lives matter came up hmm. now my nana is i would say that she's very lgbtq affirming mm-hmm. um i took her to a drag show mm-hmm. for christmas two years ago but i think that it's hard to sometimes teach an old gal new tricks you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so it's mm-hmm. like in talking to her and she lives in florida which is a very conservative state we've talked about the black lives matter movement mm-hmm. and there was a few things that she was confused about and i have to say in our conversation she understood we were mm-hmm. talking about systematic racism we were talking about how 
after black people were freed that they didn't know for a while, you know, they didn't know mm-hmm. for a few years and what Juneteenth meant. Mm-hmm. We spoke about how they were easily incarcerated after that, even to this day, yeah. that there's institutional racism that yeah. is put upon people of color in order to incarcerate them faster. And how a lot of these companies who were surviving off of slave labor are now surviving off prison labor. And yeah. how that's just like an insurmountable wealth built on the backs of all of these yeah. different people. My Nana got it. Hmm. I have to say, you know, I'm always so surprised by her and it makes me feel good about the future because if I could have a conversation with my 89-year-old devout Christian grandmother who can like wrap her mind around something like that, Mm -hmm. it means almost anybody can. And I I just really am just so grateful to God that he opens up my eyes for when the opportunity to have conversations like this because my grandma's 89. She's probably not going to vote. She's at home. She's chilling. She's not going to bother nobody. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean she still can't learn the truth. She still can't when Whatever it is that God calls upon her, that she still can't leave this earth Mm -hmm. without having an understanding of where the earth is headed. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And in turn, I promise that one day she does pass that I promise I will give her a lot of joy and say that we know Nana's happy because she's meeting Jesus and that's her Justin Bieber. (laughs) And that gave her a good laugh. But I tell you, you know, we're, we're very, we're very close. And I just think you never know, folks. Like I think approaching things from a level head and speaking to somebody in a calm manner, you never know how you could reach them. And so all of you out there, I'm going to tap on the end of my praise report, a little bit of a prayer request. But I just want to pray for all of you out there who are having battles with your family members. Not that I was in a battle with Hirsch. I wasn't, but it could be even worse, you know, that just have patience. Mm-hmm. Don't be hot-headed, and, and have your time that you feel right to just slip in a little bit of knowledge and tell them a little bit of things that give them compassion. Yeah. You know, it's very easy, I think, for me as an LGBTQ person and us all listening. Um, I'm assuming most people listening are gay. Or queer, but I feel like it's very easy for us to understand the struggles of people of color because we also are dealing with a lot of things that homophobia has held us back from mm-hmm. and a lot of things that has shaped our culture mm-hmm. that other people now may look at in negative vibes about things about our culture that were like, you put us in this position to begin with. We were the ones that had to go and hide in bars and have fake marriages and do all these other things. So I feel like we're dealing with that, with the repercussions of that. We could only imagine the horrors that have happened to people who are by POC. So I just want to definitely just send my love out there to you guys in the struggle mm-hmm. and continue to have strength in the Lord to come up with the right words to say things. Yeah. Uh, my prayer request is kind of the opposite side of the coin for okay. that. Um, my family is having this discussion, right? Yes. And this is the hot topic. This is the hot topic. And they're sharing things in our family group chat that is not correct. You know, and tries to undercut the Black Lives Matters movement. For example, a video was shared about St. Andrews University. And some of you hearing that are going to automatically know what I'm talking about. If Mm -hmm. you don't, just go look it up. And so there was a video that was shared and I I started pointing out what they were doing. You know, it's like, this is... I don't know uh, this story. Okay. Well, St. Andrews University is a religious Christian school in Idaho, And they were called out for their lack of diversity in their policies Mm -hmm. and in their faculty and staff and many other things. And so, in response, a video was made. And this video is what was shared and is the conversation that's kind of brewing within my my own family, right? And it's hard to have that conversation when they're just not receptive to it. Um, they're so stuck. It's hard in to ways. have a battle of wits with an unarmed person, and when someone doesn't have their wits about them, and you realize they're lost on the thought, it's just so yeah. hard. It's like you feel like you're fighting a, a hopeless. Yeah, cause. there's a story of one of the Black Lives Matters leaders out of Toronto 
who said that white people are subhuman, right? And they brought that up in the group chat. And I just replied laughing, you know, just because like, yeah. like I get, I get where that person was coming from when they said those things. Cause I said those things about anti-gay people, you know, like, sure. and, and so like, I get the hurt and the pain where that's spoken from. Right. Right. And so I just laugh at it. I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, like, <laughs> okay, I get it. But my family, that's the messaging that they're focusing on because that's the messaging they're being fed through things like St. Andrews university, sure, pop culture, as well as Fox, Fox news, news, you yeah. know, like I, you know, I was talking to my, again, my, my, my nana and she was saying to me i don't understand because the lord believes all lives do matter and she she wasn't coming from it from like an angry you know karen on the street mm-hmm. like moment she was just being sincere in the lord yeah and i i use the, you know i've seen this illustrated several times in different memes and whatnot but mm-hmm. for her i was like nana it's like let's picture your neighborhood and your house is on fire mm-hmm. and you're saying to the neighbor help my house is on fire you know and they're watering their lawn they're like well all houses matter my right. lawn's a lo- my lawn's right. dry and you're like yeah but my house is on fire they're like yeah but all houses matter honey you know mm-hmm. and she got it so mm-hmm. it's like i don't know i could say that same thing to somebody else and they might not get it mm-hmm. but all i could pray for you is just like continue with just easy kindergarten level logics um i, I like to start as low as i can like like and take it out of the context of the thing i find sometimes when someone's hot-headed about anything i don't i don't speak upon black lives matter or speak upon homophobia i try to put it into an analogy as something as simple as a house on fire because it's like if you can take it out of the actual subject and context all of a sudden they calm down mm-hmm. they have all of this you know hurt and pain and whatever kind of inside them for some reason that they're projecting right. onto this and it doesn't explain why they're wrong because you a person's feelings aren't always wrong and if someone feels hurt or anger towards a certain situation then they're going to just respond out of defense mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to reach them so again this speaks to everything we're speaking about you know mm-hmm. god always just frames it out right doesn't he yeah like of what we can what we need to talk about and yeah. how we get That's it out my there. prayer request so <laughs> i i have to go i'm i'm yeah Help me, Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do and it. And thank honestly. you for friends that have the roadmap and are sharing it with us. You right. Know? You know, a lot of times, sometimes you feel when you're sharing some of that stuff on social mm-hmm. media that like, well, all my followers are liberal. I'm preaching mm-hmm. to the choir, you know, mm-hmm. but sometimes you're giving them tools to share mm-hmm. to the people that they need to share it to. Yeah. And it's like, so just continue out there to just keep sharing yeah. things about things you believe in, about Black Lives Matter movements mm-hmm. and about the things to celebrate the LGBTQ community that we're speaking upon, but also about your church being affirming, which brings us to today's episode. I think that's a nice little package to bring us back here. I'm having a little bit of issue with this myself because I don't have a church. I'm a person who loves Christ. I'm a person who loves community. Mm -hmm. I love church. I love fellowship. I love volunteering. I love being a part of a a group. I love problem solving. Mm -hmm. I love all the things that a person can contribute to a church. But I have an issue with a few things. I'm glad that there are non-denominational churches out there that are just Unitarian and just like appreciate everyone and let everybody in the doors and, you know, change the music to Madonna and do all of that stuff. And I think a lot of that's fun, but that doesn't feel to me like the same kind of place of worship that I grew up with. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have to soul match when it comes to a church. It doesn't mean one is wrong (laughs) and one's not the other one. You know what I'm saying? But you have like, you know, my family... We grew up Italian, okay? Mm-hmm. It, like, mm-hmm. again, I'm taking this out of the conversation, but 
I would say like four or five meals of the week were Italian meals that we grew up with mm-hmm. that came with the same palette of like olive oil, garlic, mm-hmm. <laughs> hot pepper, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the same flavors. It's interesting because we went out fishing on my cousin's boat. He does this charter fishing off of South Florida. We cut all this fish and they brought it back and just breaded it in the same thing <laughs> and made it, prepared it like how they would prepare chicken, Parmesan. Or, and I was uh-huh. like, what did you do? Like they're like, they don't, they don't even eat fish. They just like fishing. So I eat fish. So instead of them searing it or like grilling it, yeah. you know, or preparing it so I can taste the actual fish. Instead, I was fed the same flavors. So some people are stuck in their ways with like their same flavors and their same things. And my palate, I need a certain type of praise and worship. I need mm-hmm. a certain type of sermon. And mm-hmm. one of those things that I have come that has become an acquired taste <laughs> since I have fully accepted my authenticity as an LGBTQ person is that I need the church to say gay people are welcome. Yeah, It's not enough for mm-hmm. me to just be like, everyone's welcome. No, because it's like, Black Lives Matter. It's like, I want to hear gay lives matter. (laughs) Like, I want to hear you say, like, you're queer and you're welcome in this establishment. I need those words. Like, give me a pride flag with a cross on it. Truth is never afraid to be spoken. Exactly. And I feel like this morning, as God would have it, (laughs) you know, I was watching a live sermon from a church of mine that my family attends at home. And I don't want to call them out because I really think that this place is really great. And, but in the live, I was like, I really love this place. God bless you all. Is this LGBTQ affirming? Mm -hmm. And so many people were like, all are welcome. You can totally come. Like, don't worry about it. God loves everybody. I was like, yes, but is the church affirming? And they were like, we'll have a pastor PM you. You know, like, (laughs) let me consult with our PR team. (laughs) And I didn't want to troll or like derail the actual message of the sermon, which was a beautiful message and which I was feeling. I enjoyed it a lot, but I didn't get the answer I needed, Mm -hmm. you know? And I found that to be something that I need for my soul. I have to soul match, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you've brought up a great point of churchclarity.org being an mm-hmm. organization. We have no affiliation with them, but we love them. Yeah. And they are a great organization that if you're looking for a queer affirming church, we're going to, we will definitely bring this up again in the show. But if you're looking for a queer affirming church, going to churchclarity.org, people will say, we are queer affirming and we're going to list ourselves on this website it's sort of like the way to find something but i think that it's time and this is something that was a huge mission statement for us i know mm-hmm. early on in creating yash jesus that we want to hold churches accountable yeah like we, i think it's about time we have this conversation with yeah. our spiritual leaders and say i know you know that i have a boyfriend or girlfriend and mm-hmm. i know you know that i come here and i know that you let me do this or mm-hmm. but you know you have to have these conversations because they won't let you rise up in the church and like have positions of leadership in the church. They'll do things to hold you back. There's or to be a, able to tell our own stories. Be able to tell our own stories. Have a queer perspective. Yeah. You know, like say, you know, even the David and Jonathan episode, I know that that's something that people either love or hate, but I feel like it should be on the table. You know, yeah. it's something we talked about again um, in the Joseph in his coat, Love Many Colors. We spoke about that too. We were like, this has to at least be part of the conversation. Yeah. And so I was thinking, where? You know, and by whom and how. And so I was looking into this church as a place, but if I don't know that it's affirming, are they going to deny me that service? Are they going to do it, but not let the church know that they do it? To me, that just seems so shady. It seems so hidden. And it seems so in the shadows. And in the shadows is something that I don't want to be anymore. Want to be in the light. Yeah. As you are in the light. Well, I want to shine like a star. You know, they they sell us this little light of of mine and I'm going to let it shine. Well, Mm -hmm. it's like. If I, are you telling me to shine bright or are you telling me to like shut my little rainbow LED light off? You know, with the remote <laughs> control that comes on Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's not, I'm trying to think of a gay one. 
<laughs> but my point is like, I want to sparkle too. Yeah. Anyway, I just had to get a little bit of that off my chest. Uh, we'll be back right after this with the script for the day. Hey everybody, welcome back to Yash Jesus, and it's time for the scripture of the day. Scripture of the day. Oh, oh, oh. Scripture of the day. Oh, oh. It's All right. <laughs> that song just makes me happy. <laughs> My favorite part is your soul food part. I know. Uh, Ephesians 12 through 13 is our scripture. Okay. And it says, Remember that you were at that time without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Okay. All right. So we are break it down, talking break it down, break it down, about, break it down. about <laughs> break it coming down. into the fold, having a place at the table you know sure and saying that basically before you knew christ Mm -hmm. you were alone and just remember what that was like right right and now you have christ now you have christ and having christ is our place at the table bought by the blood (laughs) (laughs) all right i was watching a thing the other day i went down on this tammy faye baker trail and she was talking about the blood of christ and i was just having a moment and it was the first time her and Jan Crouch were reunited on TBN, right? And it was like the, it was like the month. <laughs> so you're Super Bowl. <laughs> it was like the year that Tammy died, and so she was, you know, raspy voice, small, and but she was bringing the power, right? And she was. It was the praise-a-thon for TBN and Jan Crouch and the Crab Tree, the Crab Tree. <laughs> The Crab Family. I can't remember. Southern Gospel Group. They were all there. It was a festival, okay? And (laughs) little Tammy was preaching her little heart out, and I felt like that kid... Like, oh, this these are my people. This was my tribe that I grew up in. And feeling that space because I have so Christ, right? And for so long, I felt exiled and outside of that. But like this verse is saying, but because of the blood of Christ... You have a space here. And so it was like, it was like kind of a a healing moment for me to watch that and to feel that, oh, I'm still a part of this. And the only thing that has been excluding me this whole time from experiencing the sense of community that I loved so much, and they're doing it in a way, you know, like a lot of people watching would be like, these bitches are crazy, right? Speaking in tongues, talking about the blood, you know, like this is the language that I was taught and and how I learned to relate to my community. How you got hype for God. Right, 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 right. And so it's like uh, when I hear that language again, like I I feel that. It sparks something, right. And so... um, Sense memory. Yeah. And so like the scripture really like uh, brings that up for me, that that experience this week of watching that, that... and the reminder that even if you feel you're on the outside, if you feel that there's not a place at the table for you, because the blood of Christ was shed for you, I'm getting a little Pentecostal here for you. Okay. Preach, brother. That's what we're here for. <laughs> we want some soul food. Give it. Because of the blood of Christ, your place, your seat at the table has yes. been bought and paid for. And it's comfortable. And so no matter if your church is affirming or not, even though we're going to dive in that today, that's it. you have a place at the table. I we're don't diving. care what we're that... We're in the deep end. <laughs> Sis, we are in the deep end. Yeah. You have a spot at God's yeah. table. Yeah, amen. Okay? So, And nobody else can tell you different. Let me say something. Even if this church uh, tells me that they are not... Well, one of the things they said in the chat room to me, I said, I would love to come here and worship. If you're LGBTQ affirming, let me know and I'd love to come. Mm-hmm. And they said, all are welcome. 
they were like, I, we can't speak upon policy. I can't speak to policy, mm-hmm. but um, we love people. So that was a message to me saying, you're going to be fine. Just come in and worship Christ. That's what this is really about. We don't have to get into politics or whatever, mm-hmm. but let's come in and worship Christ. And I could still walk into a room like that. I can, okay. but it's just, but it's I like, I have a hard time doing that, but yes, I, I, but, I, I but to you. me, if we're talking about soul food, yeah. to me, it's as good as going and getting my Thanksgiving side dishes at Whole Foods. It's not mama's yams. Do you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to get that real feeling. I'm mm-hmm. going to get a fine meal. Um, but I'm not going to get that real thing, that soul-nourishing mm-hmm, food. Mm-hmm, you know, I'm going to mm-hmm. get all of the vitamins and minerals I need. I'm going to get something that's fresh and clean and that is organic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get something that is made with loving care and, pro- yeah. and maybe even a family recipe yeah. perfected. Yeah, uh, I'm going to get something that is farm fresh and not in a can. Yeah, And I'm going to get all these nourish- n- nourishings, but it's not going to give me the same feeling as when my mommy makes me a peanut mm. butter and jelly sandwich. Amen. And so I need to be in a place where I am getting that soul food. And that is up to you guys. One of our missions as queer Christians, we have a few missions called upon us. I think one of our missions is called upon us from the Lord is to take care of all the unwanted children in this world. I think one of our missions is to save our Christian parents' souls Mm -hmm. and letting them know the truth about homosexuality and the truth about LGBTQ people and that they are God's children and God loves them. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, one of our missions is to be an example of love in this world because we don't have enough. As queer people, we have been erased from literature. We have been erased from cinema. We have been erased mm-hmm. from history. Yeah. And it is important for us as LGBTQ people in this world to just be an example of love. That is the absolute best thing you could be in this world is an example of love. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of our missions is to take back the church. You were telling me earlier about how much money the Catholic Church got in relief. No, it was like $1.7 billion, something $1.7 like yeah. billion, yeah, dollars, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. $1.7 billion, people the church got mm-hmm. don't tell them that you're not allowed to sit in that room yeah that is our money that mm-hmm. is that is tithing mm-hmm. from us mm-hmm. just like the government is responsible for spending our tax dollars the way that we want them spent and our voting goes with that your presence and your money and your dollar in church is also a vote so you're, not showing up to the polls is not the answer that's what i'm saying right here gotcha okay. you feel me is yeah, everybody yeah, still yeah, with yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. hang in there because i'm long-winded but i got some good <laughs> stuff to say which is why i'm doing this not showing up to the polls is not the answer your vote matters so not showing up to a church is not the answer you need to go into a church and change it it's like what silky nutmeg ganache said yes. register as a republican even though you're a democrat to throw off their numbers and their gerrymandering because it's the system right. that is allowing the electoral college vote to go to people like donald trump yes so we gotta f- their system you know yes. like in the, in the same breath that's kind of what you're saying am i right that's exactly what yeah. i'm saying well you know a, a lot of times it's hard to have these kind of conversations mm-hmm. with churches and people I, I know somebody that can help us out oh okay. i have a friend here in the studio She's a Southern lady. Y'all know her and love her. Please welcome Karen. Oh, hi, Karen. Nice Karen. It's nice Aww, Karen. We like, okay, we like nice Karens. Hi, y'all. Oh, my God. It is so good to see you. Oh, it's so good to see you. Oh, my God, Danny. Your smile is just so cute in Ezra. <laughs> I could just eat them dimples up like a biscuit. There's only one. <laughs> oh, well, save some for later then. <laughs> Looks like someone ready to take a bite. <laughs> oh, my God, honey, you're pregnant. Yes, I am. Thank you. We are doing oh. good. Me and my husband are doing good. God bless the Lord. I'm so happy for yes, you. Yes, I'm thrilled. Well, thank you. So, Karen, you yeah. love Jesus, right? Oh, I surely do. I love my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I go to church every Sunday, y'all. I really do. And I'm involved in church. Uh-huh. And uh, we pray over the baby, me and my husband, every Aww. night. And we are just a loving Christ family. Oh, I love that. So, do you plan on raising your child in church? 
Oh, of course, darling. Let me tell you something. You know how you don't how you don't raise a heathen? You put him up in Sunday school. They don't teach him much know, about nothing. They I just tell no. They just tell him about Noah, and he does some coloring. Okay. And they sang some songs, and they do some things, and sometimes they might get a Snickers bar. They good, but otherwise, that's all they do. Well, Karen, I fell in love with a boy in Sunday school. Oh well, dear. <laughs> First of many, I'm sure. I've been listening to the podcast. I heard about your ways. No judgment. This is non-slut shaming. I know about that. Oh, okay. So you do. Yeah. So, so if your son or daughter came out as queer, LGBTQ, how how would you respond? Oh well, I'm very gay affirming. First of all, oh, I'll let you know good. right now. This hair does not do itself. Mm. Nope. <laughs> I go to either, I go to Lance Jonathan Van Ness. I go, no, I go to Lance no, over at okay. Curl Up and okay. Die. It's a beautiful hair salon over on the corner of Princess Street. Honey. I'm telling you. That name, though. Yeah, curl up and dye her hair. It's amazing. And so <laughs> that's where I go. And yeah, let me tell you something. Lance is just a wizard. Okay. So he got a little bit long nails, so I make him scratch my neck, too, in the back. I think he does drag <laughs> on the weekends. I'm hoping to go out and see him with my girlfriend. But yes, to answer your question, baby, if my baby comes out gay... Mm-hmm. I would. It would be a diamond glitter sparkle production, honey. I would be so happy. Oh, he could goodness. help me with my daughter's pageants. It would be awesome. I would love it. I would love that little gay baby. I tell you, I'd squeeze his cheeks. All right, all right, all right. So, Karen. Yeah. What if your church, though, even though you're LGBTQ affirming, and I can tell you're going to be an amazing mother and love this child well, what if your church isn't LGBTQ affirming? Do you know if they are? Uh, What church do you go to right now? Well, well, you know, it's actually interesting you say that. If If my son was like 13 and came to me and told me that he was queer, Mm-hmm. I think I'd be happy about it, but if my church was not, yeah. I would get up and leave. Would you? I'd be faster. Let me. I'd be faster out there than a dog chasing a pork chop on a stick. <laughs> I would. I know you would. I would. Oh, your <laughs> dimples are so cute. I'm gonna keep trying to make you laugh because your dimples are just <laughs> as cute and precious as the baby Jesus. I love it. So go ahead. So, so you would just get up. You would. Get I up would. Up. Nothing's more important than my family. If they did not accept my child, I would have them get up. I would get right up. Yeah. In that pew, yeah, and I'd be like pew pew right out of there, <laughs> and find a place with better cushions. Yes. So I, I, I love that because staying in that place is so toxic. I agree, and can be so dangerous for the mental health oh, of indeed, your child baby. and the development. I wouldn't of your put child. my kid through that. Yeah, I would not put them through that because I love my baby child, and babies are a gift from God. So if they had told me they did not accept my child, I would just up and leave there. So Karen, let me ask you a question. So you say that if your son came out to you at 13. Yes, baby. And then, like, he grew up to be gay. Oh, I would hope he would be gay. I swear it would be fun. Right, 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 right. But um, if he grew up to be gay and your church, you found out you weren't, uh, your church wasn't gay affirming, that you would leave. Well, yes. Well, then why don't you hold your church accountable now? Mm. Why don't you go to your pastor now mm-hmm. and say, I'm pregnant. I just want to know because I am gay affirming. I get my hair done by Lance and I love my, I love my cousin peaches. I want to know if you're gay affirming or not before I stay here, because if you are a gay affirming Christian and you are going to a church that isn't gay affirming, you are not soul matched. Hmm. What if, what if you don't have many options around you? And what if you love your church community so much? What do you, what do you do? Well, I guess since we're following this logic, sugar bugger, that I would have to make sure my church was infirming and I'd have to be the one to change their mind. And it would be calling upon my heart mm. to make my pastor in my little town mm. know that gay people are welcome in God's heart. 
or he ain't doing his job, baby. Oh, you are a good Karen. And I tell you what, it's my tithing that keep that church open. So I'm his boss, <laughs> me and the Lord. So if you want to be paid out, you better pay up. That's all I got to say, baby. I got to go, okay? Because my husband's going to come home. We love you, Karen. I got to go because we I got a beautiful you. stew on the crock pot. <laughs> but I just want to say to y'all babies, please enjoy these here cookies I left for you because they were made with sugars oh, yes. and milk. And love, baby. All right, I'll talk to you later. You, See you later. Thank you. Oh, I just like good Karens. Don't you like good Karens? I love good Karens. Ugh. Well, that was a nice message, and I totally, 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 <laughs> but totally agree with her. Yeah, that we have to make sure that we hold our churches accountable. That's a good example of maybe how to do it. Amen. Thank you, Karen, for coming on and Thanks, leading. Karen, that. listen again. We're gonna bring it up several times, but. If you ever listen to our show, you might hear this. If you want to know if your church is affirming, please go to churchclarity.org to find out more information if they are. And if your church is affirming and they're not listed there, mm-hmm. let them know that this is a place they should be because it's a great resource. Because we're looking, honey. Because we're looking. We are watching. <laughs> we're looking. We see you. Eyes mm-hmm. on you, honey. The library is open, Hi, honey. Mosaic. Are you tr- affirming? Oh, <laughs> you're still not answering? Oh, okay. Yeah. These, a lot of people who don't want to answer, a lot of these churches don't want to answer are just afraid of losing your mighty dollar. So let mm-hmm. them know that their dollar is at risk if you don't have an answer. Um, and that was a nice little thing. I think this is like... <laughs> we could get pretty heated on this episode. We can. It's it's, it's a subject that's close to home because it is. God, it's God's home. And I don't want to show up at God's house and have somebody else tell me that I'm not welcome there. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't leave you in charge of the trust. Okay. That's right. I don't want to be invisible. <laughs> I in want to speak to the attorney. That's my daddy. The Lord is my father. And you can't tell me that I'm not allowed in my own father's home. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for joining us on Yash Jesus. If you want to find out if your church is LGBTQIA plus affirming, take yourself to churchclarity.org. That's right. And if they aren't, speak up. And speak out. Get your voice out there. Listen, if you have a praise request or a prayer report, if you think you'd be a good guest on the show, if you'd like to be a sponsor, any other reason to contact us, or if you just like some prayer, reach us at pray at yasjesuspod.com. And please follow us at yasjesuspod. I'm Daniel Francesi. And I'm Azariah Southworth. And until next time, God bless. This has been Yash Jesus. Jesus.